time to heed the call for financial freedom. This is the Audible Advisor Podcast with Spiros Vasilakos of Athenian Private Client Group. Welcome into the Audible Advisor Podcast. Glad to have you on the show today. I've been George Spiros Vasilakos with Athenian Private Client Group. Spiros, I know this, this year as we're kind of closing out 2022, it's been uh, been marked by quite a bit of volatility, hasn't it? So I, I really want to kind of get your thoughts on looking ahead because it's a number of experts and plenty, plenty of opinions if you look around on what to expect in 2023. But I think everybody's just uh, probably, probably pretty excited to turn the page and hopefully it's not the same as this year, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, everyone has an opinion. I mean, if you go on CNBC or you go on Bloomberg, you know, everyone, you know, basically gives you their opinion of, you know, what this year had, what it has become and, you know, what next year is going to look like. I mean, next year, they're saying that we're probably most likely going to have a lot more volatility, at least for the first two quarters until, you know, the Federal Reserve decides that, you know, they're going to stop raising rates and, you know, until inflation, you know, starts uh, decreasing, right? So um, how does that affect your portfolio? You know, we're, we're, we're going to talk about this in, in, in the podcast, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's these are predictions. Uh, they're not guarantees. I mean, uh, a lot of it's historical. Um, so sometimes uh, they do get it wrong. But at the end of the day, I always tell people just, you know, don't worry too much about, you know, what the um, supposed experts are saying out there. Uh, a lot of times they're wrong. And, you know, when they're wrong and if you listen to them, sometimes you could be wrong, too. So it could really affect your, your portfolio or your plan. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to kind of go through some of those predictions and thoughts that we've kind of tracked down from experts uh, across the internet and share those as well as, as talk about kind of what Spiros expects, but also more importantly, how you can best prepare for future uh, volatility, whether it's this coming year or three or four years from now, we know more volatility will come. So you want to be in the best position possible when that comes again, so you don't get caught off guard. So that's the goal today on the podcast. If you have questions for Spiros, want to go through your your portfolio, get a, a review or, or start trying to put it together a, a well-balanced portfolio, you can start by visiting theaudibleadvisor.com. You can get in touch with Spiros there through the website, or you can check out uh, the phone if you prefer to call. It's 727-754-8418. All right, so I want to kind of start off with a few predictions, get some of these, some quick thoughts from you on each of these, Spiros, because I'm curious if you agree, disagree, or just kind of what you think. But I'll start with uh, mergers and acquisitions. They say that Signs point to more market volatility in 2023. Uh, well, listen, uh, that that is a fact, uh, and they they use mergers and acquisitions as a an indicator. When you're seeing a slowdown in mergers and acquisitions, that means that you know going into the new year, there's uh, there's definitely going to be a possibility that we're going to see some more. Um, you know, volatility. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, the reason why they do that is because a lot of these big companies are actually looking to, you know, actually make sure that they, they have enough in their war chest, you know, to sustain any inflation, uh, increase of inflation. So they normally need that money to use that rather than acquire or merge with another company, you know, they use those monies for that. But, you know, again, M&A is an indicator. Uh, we saw uh, back in uh, 2021, uh, you know, there was a lot of M&A deals going on and market uh, was very positive. The economy was very positive and we saw a lot of consolidation in all industries across the board. Uh, so, you know, I, I use mergers and acquisitions as a, an indicator, as one of the indicators, but it's not really the, the ultimate indicator to, you know, figure out what we're going to see going into the new year. All right. Well, Bloomberg has tracked the forecast of many different market handicappers, and they revealed the average forecast for the S&P 500 predicts a decline for 2023. And it's the first time 
the aggregate prediction has been negative since 1999. Listen, uh, you know, again, there's people out there that, you know, make these predictions, you know, where the S&P is going to be, you know, uh, I mean, they go quarter to quarter, they can, you know, even say by the end of the year. I mean, I've seen some predictions for 2022, where, you know, you had people saying that the Dow Jones was going to be at 40,000, right? So, you know, we're nowhere near that. Okay. And, and, and the reason is that you really can't make these predictions, not knowing, you know, what's going to happen, you know, month to month or quarter to quarter, you know, those predictions change. And if you're going to follow predictions in the, the beginning of the year, uh, you know, it could be a detriment to your portfolio, it could be a detriment to your plan. So, you know, I would, you know, just take it as a, you know, a grain of salt, as I would say, you know, when you're listening to, um, you know, experts, uh, you know, in the, you know, when it comes to the market or the economy, when they're making predictions, because again, remember, they're predictions, they're not guarantees. That's absolutely correct. All right. Kind of sensing a theme here of uh, a lack of positivity from a lot of the sentiment right now. But Morgan Stanley's Mike Wilson says the markets in 23 will face extreme volatility. He relates the market struggles to a 1940s-style boom-bust inflation cycle. Listen, uh, volatility is, is really not hard to, you know, figure out or, you know, actually um, predict. Okay. I mean, obviously we're seeing, you know, with high inflation currently right now, uh, you know, we're just really getting over the supply chain issue. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on geopolitically around the world. If you look at Europe currently right now, they're in a recession. Uh, you know, China's economy is not really doing well. And, you know, when you're start when you're starting to see a lot of that stuff going on around the world, there there is expected volatility, but I could tell you this, um, you know, a lot of people around the world, they, they still see the American economy as uh, the, if not the strongest, one of the strongest economies out there. Uh, there, there is a lot of money still out there sitting on the sidelines uh, that hasn't been disseminated. I, I guess people are still waiting. They, they assume that the market's going to turn a little lower, but you know, at the end of the day, if you're an average investor, uh, you know, you really got to go with, you know, what your time horizon is, what your risk factors are and you know you want to be proactive uh but you don't want to be proactive where it's gonna you know be a negative uh towards your portfolio i got one more in terms of predictions from the experts jp morgan their strategists think that stocks will slump for the first half of 2023 they said fundamentals will likely deteriorate as financial conditions continue to tighten and monetary policy turns even more restrictive well, I mean, again, JP Morgan's actually looking at the inflationary number. They're also looking at the uh, unemployment number. And, you know, they're also looking at the Fed, which is looking at those indicators as well. So, you know, depending on where those indicators go is where really the Fed's going to, you know, focus, focus its attention to. Right now, they're looking at the, you know, the consumer price index. Uh, you know, that's really one that they're looking at. And they're also looking at unemployment. I mean, it's crazy to think that the Federal Reserve is going to stop raising rates if unemployment goes higher, right? And, you know, when people hear they're like, well, why do we want unemployment to go high? That means there are less people uh, who have work uh, or are actually, you know, bringing in money, which means that they're going to spend less, which means that companies' earnings aren't going to look really good. So, you know, but, you know, again, the Fed doesn't, you know, really have their, their concerns not about company earnings. Their concern is to make sure that, you know, individual accounts and individual monies are keeping in pace of inflation. And when you have very high inflation, uh, unfortunately, that becomes also a stalemate where people stop spending as well, because they're not going to pay, you know, two, three times more than what they would have paid, you know, two, three years ago, a lot less for it, right? So, again, you know, I understand where JP Morgan's going with this. Uh, it's all about the numbers, but 
you know, we, we just got to wait and see. All right, so that's some of the predictions that are out there right now. You can find those. We'll put them in the show notes, but you can kind of find them if you look around online. You're going to probably see a lot of the same sentiment. But so let's let's kind of shift gears and talk about what you're looking at and, and what you're t- discussing with clients, bureaus. So, you know, with all that in mind, do you think people should approach 2023 any differently than they did 2022? And are you adjusting your business's approach at all? Well, listen, I, I always say to individuals, it all depends on, you know, how long you have until you're, you're, you're thinking about retiring, but it's also about the plan itself. So, you know, if your strategy is, you know, you have 15 or 20 years left until you retire and you have a growth strategy, yeah, sure. Should you make adjustments in your portfolio? Absolutely. But I always see those things as opportunities. You know, when there's a lot of market volatility down there, that means that you can be purchasing things, you know, at a very, at a very low price, especially if you're contributing to a 401k. I tell this all the time to my, you know, uh, millennial clients that are contributing into 401ks, you know, don't concern yourself with where the market is. Concern yourself is, you know, how much money you're putting into your 401k and how much you're actually paying in prices that are actually lower right now. And think about it, when things get back to normal, you know, those prices are going to come up, which means that you're going to, you know, you're going to double your money because with tax deferred uh, incentives, you know, where you're not paying taxes on the increases with compounding interest, you're going to see your account, you know, pretty much do very well in comparison to somebody who's in a taxable account. So, you know, these are opportunities. Um, As far as my business and my making changes, no, I'm actually, spending more money on my business right now because I think uh, uh, for me is an opportunity you know to talk to more people that are most likely unhappy with what's going on educate people I love educating you know existing and potential clients on where the market's going to be and educating them on how to put a plan together so I'm actually spending more money on my business Um, you know people probably think you know hey things are a high price right now why are you doing that you know I, I can't think of any better time than to invest in my business right now. Well, do you get a lot of calls during these kind of markets when when things are really volatile? Or do you have people concerned quite a bit or is it pretty standard? Absolutely. I mean, I just uh, sat down with uh, two clients this week, um, you know, and the first thing I showed them was the historical bear and bull market chart, right? It went all the way back to 1970 until 2022. And I basically showed them, look how many bear markets we had and look how many bull markets we had. But really, what really stand out was how long were the bull markets in comparison to the bear markets. And, you know, just to look at the last two years, I mean, you know, we had a bear market uh, for the last 11 years prior to, you know, the, the the year that we've had, right? So right now we're in 11 month bear market. That's an average uh, bear market right now. So, you know, it may go, you know, for another six months, it may go for another year. But when you have 11 years of bull market returns at a cumulative return of a 400% cumulative return, and you have a bear market right now that we're down on an average of 23%, I, I'll take the 400% cumulative return and 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 give up the 23% for the one year, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, when we show that chart, people like, wow, you know what? I'm really not that, um, you know, uh, fearful, you know, I, I, or I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit more, I feel a little bit more better about the situation. Uh, and, you know, we, that historical chart is, is very powerful. Well, if we are to have some more market volatility uh, into 2023 and, and maybe throughout the year, how would you recommend people react? Like, what do you, how do you tell people in, when, when they're going through this? Like, how do, what's, what's the best thing to do in order to handle your investments during a time like this? 
The first thing I tell them is don't base your decision making based on emotion. I think that's that's where, you know, everything, you know, goes out of whack. You know, I got to tell you, there are people out there that are always trying to fight the bigger institutions. And what they don't understand is that these big institutions, you know, they have uh, a lot of information that are, are that well, they get a lot of quicker information than the public gets it, right? So they're making decisions a lot quickly. And when you're seeing that they're starting to sell off and you're seeing CNBC saying, oh my God, the market's down, you know, a thousand points. Well, you know, today the market is up 700 points today, right? So you really don't know where the market's going to go, but you know, by having a plan, you know exactly where, where what the direction is. So I will tell people, uh, you know, the most important thing is don't base, don't base your decisions based on fear, uh, based on the media, uh, talk to your financial advisor. And if you don't have an advisor, please go out and get one. You can't do this on your own. I- I'll tell you a quick story. I had a client um, just this week that turned around and said, you know what? I remember about 20 years ago, you know, everybody was doing day trading. And, you know, I don't hear people talking about day trading anymore. Well, the reason why you're not talking about people, to, you know, hearing people talk about day trading is because back in 2008, a lot of those people lost if not all their money, a lot of money. So, you know, they're not doing it. They're looking at ex, you know, individuals like us that are able to help them through it. And they're building plans right now. They're not, you know, building a plan based on day to day. They're building plans based on year to year. I want to kind of finish this conversation off by looking at some specific scenarios that uh, are some people that you might work with. So let's talk about some people that maybe are retired or retiring soon. Is it okay to have volatility in your portfolio, at least to have a little bit, or do you need to avoid that altogether when you get to this stage of life? Well, again, it, it all comes down to the the risk factor of the individual. Every year we talk to our clients and we, we review what, what their risk tolerance is. Um, as they get closer to retirement, obviously we want to be a little bit more uh, conservative where we want to preserve a lot of the wealth that they've accumulated. And it, it all depends on, on the life stage that you're in and your lifestyle, right? So, you know, for our clients that are, you know, 10 to 15 years away from retirement, volatility is good because those are opportunities to reallocate, you know, some of the monies that you have and maybe more conservative investments and, you know, buy, you know, things that are in that are equities that are at a lower price right now. So, you know, there there is an advantage and a disadvantage, but again, it all depends on the on the life stage that you're at. Are you able to, I know you've given some pretty good examples so far, but do you have an example or can think of someone uh, that maybe got damaged severely by the market volatility because they didn't have a well-constructed plan? Yeah, I mean, I've seen this. Uh, I can tell you, I've seen it in, in, you know, in 2001. I saw it in 2011. I saw it in, you know, 20 March of 2020. And I'm actually, you know, well, 2008, March of 2020. And I'm seeing it now where, you know, individuals are, you know, looking at, you know, their situation and they're saying to themselves, you know, is, is this something that is going to continuously last? And I said, well, let's take a look at, you know, the other, you know, bear markets that we had, you know, what was the turnaround when it, it turned back to a bull market? How long did it take? You know, and so when they start seeing that, they start feeling a little better about it. And, you know, I tell them, look, at the end of the day, if you want to take on some more volatility, you're going to have to be able to sustain uh, the downside risk. I'm more of a uh, risk adverse advisor. Doesn't mean that, you know, I'm, I'm fully conservative, but, you know, we try to work with clients that are looking to minimize risk on the downside rather than shoot for the moon on the upside. And really, that's where, you know, individual clients see the value where if we're able to save them, you know, five or 10% on the downside, you know, that means that they're going to have, you know, a a better opportunity to recover a lot quicker than somebody that's actually down 20%, right? So again, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about your plan. It's all about the strategy and it's all about having the right financial advisor. 
All right, well, let's close out with this. I know there's probably some people that are still concerned, especially after going through 2022 and all the ups and downs that this brought us. And then hearing some of the sentiment from some of these so-called experts coming into the, the new year, they might be a little bit worried, might be losing some sleep over possibly what's to come. What's your advice to someone that is in that position that's worrying a lot about what's happening and, and really paying attention to the market on a week-by-week basis? Again, don't lose any sleep. Uh, we're in December. Enjoy <laughs> your family. Enjoy your health. Enjoy the holiday. You know, I always tell people the most important thing and for me when I wake up in the morning and I breathe, I thank God every day that I'm given another day on this earth and to spend more time with my family. So I tell people, don't worry about, you know, what's going on in the market. The market is, is it, we're in a cycle right now. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not a, a cycle that people want to be in. But you also got to remember that, you know, the market can't always go up to perpetuity, right? So we're going to have some corrections. Market's going to cool down a little bit. And, you know, that that's actually a good thing. Uh, you know, for, for the market, it's actually healthy. Uh, so, you know, I tell people, you know, just relax, enjoy the holidays. Uh, we're, we're coming into a new year. It's a great time to start reflecting about how you want the new year to look, uh, and going into it. And, uh, you know, just again, yeah, that's what, that's what you pay us for. Let us worry about that. Uh, and you know, we want you to just enjoy the time that you have with, with your family right now. Absolutely. I think that's great advice. And I hope uh, hope you're able to enjoy the holiday Spiros with with your family and and your friends. And uh, we wish everyone the best that has listened to the podcast this year and in this episode specifically as we approach in the holidays. And and don't worry too much about the new year. Right. Enjoy be in the moment. Enjoy this uh, this time. We can worry about 2023 when it gets here. But in the meantime, just enjoy uh, what you've done. And if you haven't sat down and gotten a review and gone through your portfolio, I encourage you to do that. Uh, just visit theaudibleadvisor.com. You'll find all of our podcasts there as well, plus a chance to connect with Spiros on the website. But if you want to call him directly, you can also do that at 727-754-8418. All right, Spiros, thanks a lot for your time. Again, wish you the best uh, this holiday season and look forward to catch up with you again in the new year. Hey, Ben, same same to you and your family. I want to thank you for a tremendous year. Thank you for uh, hosting this podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I, I truly appreciate, you know, your insight. And, uh, again, wish you and, and the team, you know, a wonderful uh, Christmas and, and a happy new year. Absolutely. Well, thank you for listening to the Audible Advisor podcast. Thank you for being a part of the show. And uh, we'll be back again soon. So please hit subscribe and uh, we'll talk to you in the new year. Take care, Spiros. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Athenian Private Client Group are not affiliated.